0: You're listening to the Sermon Cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at And Now for this week's sermon. Welcome to another episode of the Chronicles of Vern. Um, I'm going to pray first because I need the Holy Spirit today. Heavenly Father, we thank you so much for uh, your love for us and, and your care and your word and your fellowship. You strengthen us. You speak to us, Lord. And today, speak to our hearts and our minds. Season my words with salt, Lord, and let them land where you would have them in the hearts that need it. We praise you today and thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God's got this really cool way of preparing me for my sermons by putting me through whatever difficulty and pointing out. I'm preaching to myself today. You really don't need to be here. Um, And uh, we just went on vacation to Colorado. Uh, Got to see uh, one of my best friends from the military. Like We've been friends since 1985. Just instant brothers david and jonathan type relationship and uh i achieved something i hadn't achieved in a while and it was total relaxation i didn't think about work i didn't think about anything and we had no agenda we just hung out ate way too much food and saw some really cool stuff but the time i hit the tsa my joy began to diminish i got my cane And I brought my cane from Portland to Denver, no problem. When I'm trying to leave Denver and go back home, all of a sudden, I can't take my cane. They were a little confused, and I got a little salty. I said, well, I brought the cane from Portland. I'd like to take the cane back to Portland with me. And uh, they let me. What do you need it for? (laughs) Seriously? So... My joy got pounded this week. I mean, absolutely pounded. I lost my wallet. I lost my wedding ring. (laughs) That I just discovered yesterday. And last night at 1130 when I was headed down to pick up my lovely wife from work, snow was falling. The storm comes at night. But as I looked out and saw the black pavement, I was like my joy returned in the morning because I didn't want to have to have prepped this whole sermon and then all of a sudden church closed. So victory, hallelujah. Amen. And happiness and joy, two different animals, right? Um, the Wellness Institute has done a survey of um, worldwide of the happiness indicator guess where america is on that list 18 we are the wealthiest most diverse country in the world very much the wealthiest but we still have a problem with happiness don't we because the happiness comes after the joy happiness is fleeting I was very happy in Denver, I wasn't happy in the Denver airport, right? It changes with circumstances. You know, if you're doing well, I call it the payday syndrome. First day of payday, ah, yes. Fourth day after payday, oh, man. (laughs) You know, I mean, uh, we get into these cycles of thinking, and so I, as I started studying through this, I started realizing that uh, I had some work to do, right? Got some work to do. Joy doesn't just show up. I was reading in C.S. Lewis's book to prepare a surprise by joy. It's deep. C.S. Lewis is just deep. But uh, in his conversion experience, He became surprised by the joy of the Lord. And uh, it was interesting how he got there because I can see it's a journey. Because he was an atheist a good part of his life. Um, Am I relying on my happiness or does my strength come from the joy of the Lord? That's something for you to ponder. Perhaps you feel as if you have lost your joy. How do you get it back? How do you get your joy back? And this is really important because I've studied it. And I saw where I was making some mistakes in retaining my joy. And the beauty of it is, as Christians, once you've tasted it, it's like, I went to Ruth's Chris Steakhouse about, oh, it's probably been 12 years. I still remember that steak. <laughs> Best steak I ever had. And every time I see Ruth Chris, I, oh, the joy of that steak comes back to me. I haven't been there since. I want to go, but my wife uh, hasn't saved enough money to take us there. <laughs> but, you know, the experience of tasting of the Lord. Because you see that he is good. And it's so easy because there's so many things that are competing. I had joy of the Lord when mentally and emotionally and spiritually, I was connected. I was thinking about the Lord most of the day. I was spending more time mentally and emotionally with the Lord. Not just that. Half hour, hour, depending on how ADD you are, in the morning. That was a habit I developed in childhood, but I realized that sometimes I was just going through the motions and I really wasn't in the mood. Can I get amen? No. You know, distracted. I know I got to get to work. I got all these things on my mind. Um, achieving your maximum comfort with the Lord, right? Got a lot of old saints here. Right? A lot of people have been walking with the Lord for a long time. How joyful are you? How joyful are you? And do the people around you know that you're joyful? Because we are, again, representatives of the Lord. You know, we're not always going to have happiness. What Jesus said, you will have trouble in this life. You'll always have the poor with you. It's in those struggles that we find strength from God. Um, it's happiness versus joy. Happiness is a feeling based on circumstances. Joy is an attitude that defies the circumstances. It's wonderful to see somebody in a terrible circumstance that has, you can feel that inner peace. You can feel their strength where they're resolved that no matter what, God's got it. And He truly does. It's just not about what we're talking about. It's what we're doing about it. It's how we move forward constantly with the Lord holding on to Him. Well, there's a way to get your joy back. And it's not 10 steps. It's 10 things you need to do. All kind of at the same time. Right? I don't like 10 steps, 12 steps, 1 step. I don't like that because I might fail at one of those steps and then I have to quit and go all the way back to over here. That's not how God deals with us, right? God deals with all of us. And we are working it out. The Holy Spirit wills you, strengthens you to work it out, to work on having more joy. Because you know what? Honestly, I'm okay. And it's weird. <laughs> Anybody else feel that way? Like when you wake up one day and go, I'm okay. I'm okay. I think I need to go screw this up. It doesn't feel right. <laughs> That's just my twisted head. You know. Joy can be restored. In Psalms 51, 12, David, this is after the incident with Bathsheba, right? And the baby died. David was heartbroken. When When I get into the scripture, I really try to think about him. What's he feeling? And what does he ask from the Lord? Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit after a murderous adulterous sin he knows with purely true confession that God knows none of us need to know none of us understand but God knows because what did he do with David after that the baby the next baby him and Bathsheba had was what In the line of Jesus. Well, that's a heck of a blessing, right? He didn't lose his legacy because he sinned. You don't lose your joy because you sinned. You lose your joy if you keep on sinning. You know? Um, But, I mean, you think about the circumstance David was in. You think about the depth of the depression and the personal shame I mean think about this man and that he knew he could go the psalmist knew he could go to the Lord and the Lord would restore his joy so if you're joyless today it's not God's fault and he's waiting there to restore you and David's a great example a great example I don't think any of us in this room has done anything worse than David did I hope not. But I forgive you. <laughs> um, joy can be found. Right? You will show me the path of life in your presence as fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Wow. Focusing and concentrating you can find the Lord when you look for him right seek and you shall find knock and the door will be open to you this whole theme is really you're opening the gift up you're smelling the fragrance of the Lord and you get just addicted to it right right Run into some joyful people. What's happened in probably in the last 20, 30 years is that joyful Christians were the weirdos. Even in church. You always had that one person that was just like, Woo! Praise the Lord. Debbie Rich. Debbie Rich. Debbie Rich loves the Lord and she is so joyful. Sometimes it's embarrassing. You know, it's like, I I just want to plug in and give me some of that juice because I need it. You know, but see, we were taught to think that those people are a little odd, a little weird. No, they weren't. They were just way ahead of the game. You know, they read the book and believed it. No doubt. Old bonehead like me, I just overthink it all the time or think I'm in control. (laughs) You know, but if we enter into his presence learning to enter into his presence it's not something you naturally do unless you're grace where you have a natural but the story she told about the plane but she's got enough of the Holy Spirit in her enough of the joy of the Lord in her to know that well, Lord didn't even it took a millisecond for the Lord to rebuke her and say hey stop it chill out that's what the Lord does when you enter his presence I had a grumpy, grumpy week I'm telling you Lord forgive me Carl's the only one that knows I lost my religion because we were were both back and forth with each other (laughs) I'm telling you and then my legs started hurting when we were in Denver I got a cortisone shot a month ago and I'm thinking this stupid shot's supposed to last three months I don't want to go through the winter of just stupid pain wine, 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 cheese and crackers. But I think Carl, he was a good listening ear. He won't tell on me. Joy comes from righteousness. Light shines on the godly and joy on those whose hearts are right. If you've got things in your life that you know aren't right, It, it, you know, it's like Adam and Eve. Yeah, we we'll go hide out over here. Dumbest thing on the planet, hiding from God. Where's Waldo? Right, he knows where all Waldos are. You know, so it, it, it's just thinking. But as we stick to the presence of God, as we just cling and abide in His presence, see, so I look at Judith. I know she's not sleeping. She's just basking in the presence of the Lord. Because she knows how to do it. She's been practicing a long time, huh? Long time. The joy of that is wonderful. That's why I love church. I love seeing you. I love being here. Because as grumpy as I was all week getting here, man, I got no problems. Till about 1 o'clock when I go to work. <laughs> um, joy is loving God's Word. I don't care what version you need to read it out of. You need to read the Bible. You need to be very, very, very dedicated to knowing what God is saying to you. Because as most of us are Christians... Right? I think I know everybody in here. Most of us are Christians. Um, The Bible's the most important thing you'll have. Because outside of the Ten Commandments, which were pretty plain, there's a lot of stuff in there where the Holy Spirit works to convict us personally of things that we have that the Holy Spirit will identify as sin in our lives. I don't need to come up to you. Pastor doesn't need to come up to you. The Holy Spirit, if you spend some time, will come up to you. And he'll start. My buddy was just, we were just talking this morning. He said, man, I I gave up them cigarettes, man. I said, well, good. He's like, yeah, it was just, I just started. Man, this is stupid. Why am I doing this? I don't need these. See, that was a conviction of the Holy Spirit getting him. He doesn't need anybody else. Because if you're close to the Lord, like a good friend, I'm, I owe my friend's honesty. I'm very honest with my friends and people I care about. You know, I'm not going to be polite about something that could cost you your life or something else. You know what I'm saying? not going to be polite about that. I'm going to let you know. And I would hope you let me know. Hey, man, that doesn't seem right to me. Well, let's talk about it. Because I don't have to be right. I want to be a joyful Christian. Joy is from a righteous hope. The hope of the righteous brings joy, but the expectation of the wicked will perish. What's that really mean? How do we suss that out? If you're in line with God, you ain't got no baggage, you're not hiding stuff. You can expect what? Joy. Right? Nothing's competing for this space. You know? There's too many, I'm just aggravated by the things that compete for the space in my mind and my heart. Right now, this is an aggravating society. They say 90% of the users on YouTube are men. You know why? Because I don't want the whole story. Just give me the first 10 minutes. You know? I can bounce, I can get 20 subjects in one minute. I know some of my brothers out there can relate to me, you know. But sticking in there, getting right, letting God deal with you. God's taking me all the way back, all the way back to the depth of my youth, to some of the things. I, I faced it head on. Because you know what, I came by every single issue I have honestly. I didn't ask for it. It happened to me. That's got nothing to do with me and God. Absolutely nothing to do with me and God. I used to tell people that, I, say, oh, well, I have a problem with this church and that church and religion and blah blah blah. I said, well, what else I got to do with you and God? Do you believe in God? Well yeah, I believe in God. Well, I don't understand pastor's not gonna get in the way of me getting to heaven stop playing you know but don't let anybody get in the way of what you and God need to do be responsible and accountable for your own walk with the Lord he will show you things and he will drive you towards righteousness right thinking so you can be a truly good person and you can be an example of what Jesus was talking about Not perfect, but being perfected. Not perfect, but being perfected. Right? We're all working it out. And it's okay for me to be working it out and stumble and fall and get back up again and have some infirmities and look at them as a challenge to strengthen me, to tell me to do some other things. You know? We have to look at God properly. We have to look at God properly or we're never going to really drink from the fountain of joy. Joy is found in answered prayer. And in that day you asked me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you shall receive that your joy may be full. 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 God wants you to be full of joy because you know what's going on. How many of you know what's going on right now? I don't know what's going on. I was with a group of young people at work, you know, and they're talking about this and that. I said, you know, you know when you get old, when you go, I don't know what y'all talking about. I see how my parents felt. Like, that, that gave, he's crazy, that's all. Hopefully God will work him out. They just prayed for me a lot. Hallelujah. Answered prayer. There's been some experience that I have had that I can look to to anchor me to what God has done for me in my life. He's answered some prayers. I still hold on to, I don't think everything's for public consumption. You know, sometimes we're slinging our good deeds and our answered prayers back and forth, you know, trying to, you know, trying to have a little one-up or... no. I prayed for somebody one time and they got healed. I don't tell that to too many people, because, like Mary, I just kind of tucked that down in my heart, and I feed on it, because I know God did something through me, for me to edify me, to give me joy to know that He is there and He answers prayer. Does that make sense? We don't have to make a big show. Um, I'm really, I get really annoyed. Sometimes that, you know, we've monetized the church in, in ways. We have uh, made it a, a big show, big production. You know, we've done some things that cause confusion to non-Christians. Because eventually you start looking just like them. You know? And it becomes cookie cutter. God is, God is amazing in his ability to create so many varieties of things, right? We went to Red Rocks in Colorado, natural amphitheater, been singing there since 1910. Uh, uh, Christian groups used to just go up there, hike up there and sing, because it was such a wonderful place. Man, when I just saw it, I was just like, stop playing. Man could not build anything to resemble this, Truly. God is amazing. He answers prayer. If you've had, how many people in this room have had a prayer that they know God answered? No other explanation. God answered it. Tuck those things in your heart. Feed on them when you're feeling low. Feed on them when you're joy deficient. I ain't going to say you're joyless, but when you're joy- deficient. Don't chase happiness. It's a vapor. I was super happy in Colorado. Not happy when I left. Right? Right? Need another vacation after my vacation. Shoot. <laughs> joy is the product of a holy spirit. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking one another and envying one another. Living in the Spirit of the Lord. I didn't say be slain in the Spirit. I didn't say dance up and down the halls with the Spirit. I didn't say act a fool with the Spirit. God says, remain in the Spirit. Listen to the Spirit. He talks to your heart through your head. And he allows you to make good decisions. He allows you to respond to those people who need you to speak into their lives. To touch them. That makes sense? Who believes in the Holy Spirit here? I'm going to tell you, if you've got questions about stuff, talk to somebody about it. Who you think is a little further along in the Lord than you. And for those of you who get asked those questions, make sure you know what you're talking about. You know, I, Jordan Peterson says most of us don't know 1% of 1% of all that there is to know. We got more experts in America than I've ever seen in my life and they don't know nothing. You know? Uh, uh, yeah. God doesn't give you his opinion. He gives you his word. And you can test it. You can test everything in the Bible if you know it And you'll find that it's true. Joy fills us when we see God's goodness. I speak about my childhood. I speak about being adopted. I was a drug baby. Um, Got adopted into a wonderful family. A godly family. My parents were good people. No cussing, no drinking, no smoking. Going to church every Sunday, every Wednesday. You know what I'm saying? That was my community. That was my home. If you didn't grow up with that, recapture. Recapture that. God can catch you at any phase in your life and grow you up and strengthen you. I, I look at my life and I see the hand of God so strong. All the way to when I met my wife. Because I needed her. She needed me. God brought us together. She prayed for us. I see my childhood. I see the man that was placed in my life as a godly example. An incredibly godly example. My father is the most decent, kindest human being to this day and consistent in character that i've ever met you understand god knew this little feral boy needed that man to be consistent over that time or i truly believe i wouldn't have made it answer to prayer that i didn't even pray but god knew i needed it stop playing that's what he does that's what he does he knows you he knows what you need You get joy when you stop worrying about what you need. You start thinking about what you're going to do for somebody else. You know, because that's where we're at. Forget the end of days. We need to be out here helping some people that we know are hurting. Some people that we know need Jesus. And they need to see Jesus from us because they might not see it from anybody else. Right? This is work. This is work. It's not leisure. It's not retirement. A relationship with God is work don't sell that easy stuff it's a lie from the pit of hell we got to work at this grind it out you feel me grind it out because God loves you just like a parent who loves you but I'm glad my parents love me enough to punish me teach me some stuff teach me how to behave how to talk to people how to be a good person how to function in this society we've started telling people do whatever you want to do go steal from the stores we won't arrest you Go do this. We won't do anything to you. Spin it out of control. Don't let your kids digest that crap because it's junk. Don't overhelp your kids. Don't overhelp people. I got a habit of overhelping. I finally, God hit me inside the head. What are you doing? You're do, try to do my work. Just do what I tell you to do. Don't overdo it. Sometimes you need to tell people, hey, bro, you need to take care of that yourself. I can't help you with that. I can guide you, but I can't help you you don't have to grind it out. I had to grind it out. Oh, why should I relieve you of the privilege, right? Uh, joy comes when we trust in the Lord. Is that the next slide? I forget stuff, too. <laughs> oh, the joy of those who trust in the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud or in those who worship idols. Oh, Lord, my God you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of it. That's self-explanatory. But the word of God brings joy and strength. And when you wake up one day and you open your eyes, And the joy of the Lord is at the depth of your heart. It's a beautiful thing. Because God is doing for you. Nobody else is doing for you. God is doing for you. And the devil is trying to get the world to not do for you. Right? Handle your business. Do the work. You got to do the work. Man, I blazed through that. I saw a pastor looking at me. I, gotta, I had to make it quick. <laughs> the joy of the Lord is work. Finding joy. Happiness is, is, is mediocrity, really. You can be happy at the drop of a hat and sad the next minute, right? God gives you a foundation of firmness and understanding. You know, to the depth of your heart that I see. I look out over this congregation and I see some Rocks. I mean, I see some people that have just been standing on the Lord as long as I've been here. And been through some stuff. Don't buy what they're selling. That church is easy. Name it and claim it. Blab it and grab it. Everybody's supposed to be rich. Heaven on earth. A bunch of crap. You name one, one hero in the Bible that got heaven on earth. We're of another kingdom. Start living like you're leaving. Living like you're leaving because God has got so much for us that we could get bored with this life. You know, there's nothing we can consume that's tastier than the sweetness of the joy of the Lord. Man, that was fast. I love you, church. And if any of you know someone who has decided they don't need to come to church, that this is not helpful, do the best you can to talk to them about what this community means to you. This community means everything to me. I love this. I love you. And I love that pastor has suppressed his ego to allow me to get up here and speak to his people. This is rare, people. This is rare. Many pastors will not let somebody else come in their their pulpit. So I'm thankful always, and I'm thankful for all of you. Stand up and pray. Why don't you guys stand up for me? I'm going to pray you out of here. Heavenly Father, God, we lift our hearts to you today and ask that you would restore to us the joy. Bring to remembrance to us all of the goodness that you've done in our lives. Bring to us the understanding that we are pursuing the fullness of your joy, Lord. That your Holy Spirit will strengthen today, will grow us up and mature us, that we can see heaven from here. And we know that we're getting there. Help us to love you, to be strengthened by you, to sink you into our hearts and know that Christmas is every day, every day when you have the joy of the Lord. Praise you and thank you. Go about your days and think on these things. In Jesus' precious name, amen. amen.